What's going on, guys? Jim Biscardi here. Brandon Davis with me on the couch. Christian Hoffer on the phone. Welcome to A Wild Podcast has appeared, the official comicbook.com Pokemon podcast. Episode two. So if you're just joining us, you don't have that much to catch up on. There's only uh, one episode before this one. But uh, we got a ton of stuff to talk about because this week is Detective Pikachu week. And we're going to get way deep into that. We have uh, a ton of other stuff to, to cover. If you're new to the show, what we do here is we cover a bit of news. We cover, uh, we do a bit of a, a deep dive on some stuff. And then Christian uh, goes in with some Poke knowledge on uh, a, a Pokemon of the week is basically what, what we've done here. So, uh, but before we get started, because it's Brandon Davis's first time on the show, what we did last week was everyone sort of gave their, their you know, first foray into, into Pokemon and how they got into it and all that jazz. Do you remember your, your yeah. first big Pokemon moment? It was a disaster. <laughs> so I remember being in elementary school. I think I was in first or second grade. Okay. I was in first grade. I was going to Lincrest uh, in New Jersey, and I wanted Pokemon Red for Game Boy. And all the other kids had Pokemon. My favorite Pokemon was Charizard. Mm. And uh, I wanted Pokemon Red. And my grandfather went out, and he could only find Pokemon Blue. And blue, I was, blue was the one I had first. But they weren't different. They weren't. I mean, like, they were different enough that they had their own Pokemon. But essentially, you could have you could start with one of any of the three. And I thought I was I didn't understand that you oh. could still start and still get a Charmander to start. Mm-hmm. And I just I was such a little brat about it. <laughs> it's like I want Pokemon Red. Uh, and I ended up, I think I had both cause I was spoiled. Right. Yep. Thanks grandpa. Thanks mom. Um, but yeah, that was my first time playing. And then I just, I remember you, when you had the little, you'd be in the car and you'd hold the Game Boy up. So the headlights <laughs> behind you would light it up. And then I had the light that killed the battery too fast. And, yep. uh, I always carry an extra double A battery. I was huge in the Game Boy Pokemon from the moment I accidentally played Pokemon Blue. Nice, nice. Uh, Christian, you got some new... For those uh, watching the video that goes up, uh, either on YouTube or on our Facebook pages or on the website, you'll see, Christian, Ed, it looks like you've got some new additions to your Pokemon shelf background. Look at that shelf. I I do. Uh, Build-A-Bear was kind enough to send me two uh, of their plushes. So you can see behind me to this side (laughs) is uh, a Pikachu. And above me is their brand new Psyduck figure. Is that the Charizard or, hoodie on the Pikachu? Psyduck. It is the Charizard hoodie. I also got two different Pokeball shirts. Uh, there is the uh, just standard Pokeball shirt. And then I think it's the Duskball is the other one, which nice. is a pretty cool black one. So the to di- kind of dive right into it. And it's funny that you like we mentioned, like we all basically started as kids, you know, getting into Pokemon and our first news item of the week is basically there was a new study that shows that playing too much Pokemon basically rewrites... No such thing as too much Pokemon. Huh? <laughs> I said no such thing as too much Pokemon. <laughs> uh, it rewrites basically like the topography of your brain uh, to create a section to remember the names of all the Pokemon. Christian, why don't you, why don't you dive in and tell us a bit more about wow. uh, what all was found. So the study found that um, basically there's a portion of the brain in the visual cortex. And because we all spent our time looking at Pokemon on a Game Boy screen and we all held it about the same like length uh, away from our face, uh, that somehow rewired our brain uh, and it created the part of the brain that usually remembers can identify animals. 
Uh, now it can <laughs> identify Pokemon. And so that like holds true. You know, you have to be a kid when you play it. And but people, they, they tested all adults, all PhDs, actually. And, uh, you know, they can still recognize what a Pokemon is. And they, you know, when they were like showing pictures of Wobbuffet, they're like, oh, that's a Wobbuffet. And the same portion of the brain would light up in everybody's brain. So it's like the same exact region. There is a Pokemon region of the brain, apparently. I wonder if things get real complicated when someone's looking at a giraffe gig and a, and a, and a giraffe. And like, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> My brain doesn't know what to do. I mean, I think that's, I mean, as a kid, I was Pokemon. And like, I could tell you every Pokemon. I could tell you every WWE wrestler in their hometown. Mm -hmm. So maybe when your brain is growing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a scientist, yeah. but. I mean, I, I can still, I can probably still do the rap. I won't do it now, but I could probably You still can do if it. you want to. I mean, mm, it's okay. Uh, but I think I, I think I probably tapped out from a knowledge base of like just pure memory. It's probably after Gen 3, because that's probably, I think, when I stepped out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I just even see it with, with my daughter now. Like, she's starting to pick stuff up, um, names that I totally didn't, didn't think that she would would get but she's spotting them you know kind of left and right which is actually pretty cool yeah and this explains uh, the study also kind of explains why we can still remember like hundreds of different pokemon but you know it takes a little bit more work to like recognize the different types of cars like you know you you drive two fords by me and i couldn't tell you which ones but i can name like <laughs> 600 pokemon uh, <laughs> nice all right what else we got on the news front christian well, uh, keeping the uh, keeping the plush theme going, uh, PokemonCenter.com, which is the official retail store for Pokemon, uh, they just released a new line of plushes, uh, and they're basically Beanie Babies for all of the Kanto Pokemon. So the original 151 Pokemon. Uh, so they're you know pretty small; they're only like five to six inches uh, like wide or tall or what have you. But the pretty cool thing is is that they've got them all, all of the Gen One Pokemon. So. Does Mew technically count as a Gen One? I say yes. Pokemon. Yes. yes Even though absolutely. you couldn't get Mew in the game, but it's, Mew is still part of like the Gen One story. Yeah. So yeah. That's, so, so that so that's what so that's what it is. So we're going to define it by the story as opposed to what you could actually get in each generation. I well, you could yes. you could get it. You just had to go to Toys R Us to get it. You could take a picture yeah. of Mew and Pokemon Snap. Yeah. That's true, you could. And that's all Gen 1 Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I just like having that round number. The, one fi the 150 is nice. 151. Yeah, but then what is it? Is, so Togepi is, I guess, the first one of Gen 2? Well, it's the first one yeah. that, we, that we learned right, about. Right, right, right. It's not number 152, but it's the first right. one we learned of in Gen 2? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I think Mew is definitely the 151. I consider it 151. I guess... Technically, it because, is because he's so tied to, to Mewtwo, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's, <laughs> that's, that's me being old, old and crotchety. Um, uh, but I've actually so I've seen pictures of things. The, the Pokemon Center actually does some really good. Like I love their collectibles. Like it's one of those stuff where like you'll see some of the stuff when you go to Target. When I'm not you know bashing the stuff that you can find at Target, but like when you look at the stuff that you can get at, at the the Pokemon Center. Like I, I remember I got my first sort of hands on with it when uh, the TCG tournament came to Nashville and they had their mm. you know little store and whatnot mm -hmm. and I was going through it and I was just like, it's such a cool thing that they, they make a bunch of like stuff for kind of all ages, but their plush in particular are, are really freaking cool. Um, 
I don't like that we, you know, you can only get it on the Pokemon Center with the the new Beanie Baby ish ones, but I'm sure I will buy a few. Probably. Yeah. But they did. No, they do have a really cool tie. It's a black tie that's got little tiny Pokeballs on it. It's like just like it's they're small enough that like you can get away with like wearing it and no one like really kind of noticing. But if someone like looked real close and then saw it, like it's a cool moment. It's actually really <laughs> nice. Tie. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, speaking of the TCG, uh, Unbroken Bonds is officially out. Yes, it is officially out. So this continues the tag team. GX theme that we've seen in recent sets. Uh, it's got some pretty cool, pretty cool cards. Uh, Charizard's, uh, I believe. Yeah, I believe Charizard's one of them. Charizard yep. and Reshiram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Lucario and Melmetal uh, team up together, and uh, Machamp and Marshadow. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this set doesn't necessarily do much to change the game in the sense that when when tag team first came out to do it, it's just more of an extension of that um, with a you know with just some pretty cool cards. We actually got a set here in the office that we will probably be doing a, an unboxing of um, in the next week or two, so you make sure you can you know tune into comicbook.com when that happens. And uh, that's just a weird... We got a weird sound going on above us, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the coolest thing about uh, this one is uh, we also got the trainer starter deck thing that comes with oh. just like the, the energies and, and all that stuff. That is a cool package that like unfortunately for the people listening on this podcast you won't be able to see it and i'm not holding it but whatever um it's a cool it's a cool thing for folks who may want to get into uh, the trading card game it's a great way i think to get in that that's a bit different from just like the regular sort of starter boxes box sets that that they uh, send out um i've started getting back into it uh when we started getting some of the these sets in the office just because they're just super cool cards. I play the digital version of it with, uh, you know, with my kids because she likes looking at the the games. But I think I may have a, a new a new addiction starting back up. So, are you going to start doing tournaments? We may have to start doing office tournaments. Oh, yeah. and then I'll, and then I'll go pro, basically. As well, well, you know, Columbus Columbus is the uh, where they're doing the national tournament here. And like three weeks, so you can come on up. I smell a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> in three weeks? Oh, three weeks is not long enough for me to be prepared oh. to dive no, back actually, in fully. It's July. I got my I got my game okay. tournaments. Oh, right. oh, okay. So, so we'll, we'll go to that, and then we'll go to Comic-Con. So we'll have like an office qualifier. Right. Exactly. And then we'll send the then winner we'll send. from the office up to Columbus to... Uh, face off with Chase and then <laughs> <laughs> Christian. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, so yeah, okay, cool. Um, I guess we'll move on to Pokemon Go. Yep, a lot of big stuff happening in Pokemon Go. The The first big thing is Detective Pikachu has come to uh, Pokemon Go. You can catch him now. Uh, in order to do so, you need to use your AR photo feature. Let he'll Detective Pikachu will photobomb you, and then you can go and capture it. And as part of that event, a bunch of the Pokemon that are from the movie are also spawning in mass quantities, including a shiny Apom. Ooh. So they've done this. So this is the f- selfie feature is a new-ish feature that they've... Yes. But they've done the pop-in thing before, right? Was yes. it with Ash's Pikachu? Uh, they've, yeah. So they the first one they did was Smeargle, which was the last right. Gen 2 Pokemon that they hadn't introduced. That's the the one with the paintbrush for tail. Yep. And uh, then for April Fools, they had Ash and Pikachu, Ash and his Pikachu, 
kind of photobomb. And once that happened, Pikachu, Ash's Pikachu would pop up with his baseball cap. So is it is there a spawn rate? Like, it, well, it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen every time, right? No, it doesn't happen any time. It seems to be a little bit more frequent than Smeargle because Smeargle is like permanently in the game. Right. Uh, but this one, like the first time I did, uh, I pulled up the AR selfie and took a picture of my Pokemon. And the very first picture of my Pokemon had uh, Detective Pikachu in it. So I, I, I think the, the rate would probably be higher because they want people excited about the movie. Yeah. And and, and it's only going to be around for, I think, like a week and a half until right. the 17th. Are you still playing? Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, when I travel, when I go international, I like to try to find the Pokemon that you can't find. I remember I was in Australia on a set visit, and I found a uh, Kangaskhan, mm-hmm. and I was running around the airport like it's here somewhere. <laughs> it's here somewhere. I'm not. I'm not going to make my flight. But I'm going to get this Pokemon, uh, and I caught it. So I did that, uh, and I'm I'm going to London in a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to catch a Mister Mime. Mm-hmm. Are there more, Chris? Are there more? Exclude like exclusive to region locked ones. Yeah, are there more of those? Because or is it still the original set? No, there's there's a bunch of them that are regional exclusive. Like uh, they've kind of gotten to the point where different countries, like Canada, has its own regional exclusive. Uh, basically, anything south of Orlando has its own regional exclusive. Uh, like Fiji has its own regional exclusive. Um, what so, is yeah, Fiji's regional exclusive? Um, it's a uh, Relicanth. Oh, so right. it's that old fish. Like the Pokemon Go fish. was the closest we ever came to world peace when it first came out. <laughs> Everybody just was having fun and being that, nice and had something in common. I'll just never forget, just like when it when it was such a when it when it first hit. So many people, you could tell who was playing it, right? Oh yeah, but there were, were people who were just like, cars. Walk, yeah, walking <laughs> along the streets, just like holding their phone, holding their phones out in front. It of was them. me. Or just like you, you, you couldn't go to a park without it just being. No, like I, I went on my lunch break just to like <laughs> somewhere outside of Nashville, and I just saw like people outside walking outside of BurgerFi trying to find Pokemon. I was like, hey, you want to be friends? And made friends. Like I've, it was the easiest week of my life to make friends. I've never yeah. made so many friends in a week. It's like yeah. What do you think was What do you think was bigger? Pokemon Go, the number of people who were playing that, the number of people who saw Endgame. In the past two weeks, because I feel oh. like these two things, oh. like you can go up to someone right now and say, did you see Avengers? And most of the time they'll say yes. Right. And back then you could go up to somebody, are you playing Pokemon Go? And they would, and they would say yes. I would have said, based on the amount of money that Nantic said that they were making. Possibly Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is probably. Because people of all ages yeah. are saying it too. Because right now people are like, oh, I didn't watch all the other Marvel movies, so I don't care. Right. Everybody <laughs> knows Pokemon. Everybody was playing. My mother was playing Pokemon. Yeah. Like, everybody was playing. Well, I was just saying, like, it was, we were saying last week that it was basically the game that, like, we as Pokemon fans growing up, like, wanted to be able to, like, go out into the wild and catch Pokemon, and now, and now we can do it. I wish, what I think it would have had longer legs at the, at the, it would have, it was never going to keep that size. Right. But I think it could have had longer legs at that size if they introduced battles in the beginning mm-hmm. i think yeah. if, if there was a, a style of play like that that you could have played with your friends and traded and battled then it would have even it would have been that big for a long time but it's still huge mm-hmm. it's obviously adding all those things that people want to see little yeah. by little over the past what has it been two three years since it came out just about going yeah. on three going three on three yeah it was summer of 2016 right mm-hmm. yeah yep. yep um there's good news for the for folks though who are who have been playing Pokemon Go and are big Eevee fans because we've had basically all of the Eevee Lucians <laughs> except for two. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Glaceon, it, 
and Leafeon should be coming to the game soon. So the big problem here was in the main series games, you need to go to the Mossy Stone or the Glacial Stone, I think it was called, um, in order to evolve Eevee into one of those two forms. And obviously, you can't really just have like a fixed location and say, hey, show up to this stone in the middle of the woods if you want to evolve your Pokemon. So they kind of like held back on it, but uh, a data mine revealed these new types of lures that uh, seem to tie into some of those Pokemon that can only be evolved, uh, you know, at a certain location. And I think that's actually a pretty cool solution to, you know, that particular evolution problem. A lot better than, you know, the, the candies um, or the Sinnoh stone that they've got running around right now. What would you say is the strongest of the evolutions in uh, Pokemon Go right now? Uh, in Pokemon Go, it's probably still vaporeon or which is maybe crazy okay one of the two <laughs> yeah but those are those are probably one and one a depending on depending on the battle right it's still so it's, it's still crazy to me that vaporeon is still like one of the the strongest of them i mean don't get me wrong yeah should, I remember I mean, that should was... be. I mean, i'm a big jolteon fan so i'm and jolteon is probably one of the worst in my opinion but um it's okay i don't mind mermaid eevee being the <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think that does it for us for uh, our news section. When we come back, we are diving into Detective Pikachu. We're going to make uh, some box office predictions. Brandon has seen the movie. Uh, we basically pr- pretty much know everything about it. We won't go too deep. We're not going to go into spoilers because it's going to be out this week. We'll go into our spoiler discussion next week on Detective Pikachu. Uh, but make sure you stay tuned uh, for that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, Detective Pikachu. I made a big ass, sorry, I didn't mean to curse, a big bold claim <laughs> that Detective Pikachu was going to make a lot of money. I initially said it was going to be a $2 billion movie. I am going to have to walk that one back. Yeah. Only because yeah. I did not anticipate the staying power that I think Endgame was going to have. But my math isn't necessarily. Because people, you know, people who may be going to see Endgame a second or a third time are not, are not going to see Detective Pikachu. My thing is, is from like a more, Detective Pikachu is more of a family movie. And to take a family out to theaters, it's a lot of money. And so if they went to go do that, right, to go see Avengers Endgame, they may have blown their movie budget potentially for that, for that month or yeah, whatever. The, the and average... they have to wait to see Detective Pikachu. The average person goes to the movies once a year, and everybody just went to the movies. Yeah. So I think that makes it. I think it makes it so hard to predict the box office. Yeah. Because I think Detective Pikachu is has so much potential, mm-hmm. but coming out right after Endgame is just yeah. like. I was hoping. After- I was hoping a, a week would have been enough buffer, and I still think it will do fine. But do you think it could even beat Avengers third week? 
Detective Pik- will Detective Pikachu will this- opening weekend beat Avengers third week? Yeah. I mean, the fact that that's a question surprises me because if you would have told, like, Endgame exceeded, we had high expectations for Endgame. Right. Endgame found a way to exceed those. I mean, yep. exceptionally. Yep. It's crazy how much money the movie's making. And it's obviously very front loaded. It's not going to do this forever. No. But it's still lasting longer than we thought it would. Yep. So, Detective Pikachu, I would have told you three weeks ago, is probably going to make $100 million in its first weekend domestically. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like that's you too don't much. think it's going to make a hundred million. I don't. I think the reviews are mixed positive. They are, and the mm-hmm. trailers were better than the reviews. Yep. Um, and I, I don't think reviews are going to be a make or break for this movie no, unless they were terrible. And it's a good movie. Yep. I enjoyed it. I think it was a safe entry to the Pokemon. Megan Peters loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I just think it's not this incredible movie that people are going to go say you have to go see this you have to go like pokemon fans are going to go out in droves so mm-hmm. that's what it has going for it ryan reynolds fans are going to come out maybe not in droves here's but the they're thing, gonna though. come out we, i mean we just said well but before that christian what do you think what do you think it's going to do opening weekend i think it's going to do about 70 million i was gonna say 60 oh. to 80 somewhere god somewhere between 60 and 80 heartbroken maybe even like but we just but we just said like if everyone who plays who plays Pokemon Go or played Pokemon Go goes to see this movie, it's got a shot. If everyone goes, then it should make more than Avengers. That's true. It should, <laughs> yeah. but it won't. But say it's okay. So let's say you know even half. I would say at least gets it over the hundred million mark. A hundred million is a lot. Mainly because I don't because because I, I think if anything, there may have been some families who did not go to see Endgame. I don't know. Endgame is totally about, screwing. Think about head. how many people, how many screens are still going to be showing Endgame this weekend. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's good, but I would imagine if anything, Pikachu is probably going to edge out some of the other like you know, Ugly Dolls is not going to have. Oh, Pikachu is going to be, gonna a, be a, 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 like, a number, Ugly Dolls is going to basically be out of theater. It'll be week. some. I don't know which one's going to finish at the top. Endgame and Detective Pikachu will be close one and two. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. Endgame could still win, but I think the gap between whichever one of those comes in second and whatever movie comes in third is probably 50 60 million dollars that's a huge gap mm-hmm. ugly dolls does not come anywhere near <laughs> detective pikachu sorry no. stx films yep. you tried with animation <laughs> don't let this be your discouraging point because it's just a tough weekend right now uh I, yeah i think i think christian's on i think um about 70 million that's 70 million is probably right that hurts do you uh, think that if it would have had a higher rotten tomatoes score that that would have probably boosted up the box office because so you know, it's currently sitting at you know, sixty eight. It's a fan movie. It's a, it's for Pokemon fans, which is good. All right, that, all, right, that, ben, all right, Ben Affleck. No, listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that Pokemon fans are going to love it. I think right. if you ask somebody to go see it and they're not a big movie buff, they're not a big Pokemon fan, they'll go and they'll be like, "That was Detective Pikachu was great. Psyduck was adorable. I love seeing it." Um, okay. It's it's just a, I think it's a, I think it's a safe movie and it's not a mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Go tell all your friends to watch it movie. Right. I would like my friends. I'll say watch it because you guys are my friends. But you know, so you don't think of Endgame hit the hits the the other audiences. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's one of those things too where the thing that the thing that concerns me about it is I don't I think it has like the potential for the week two drop off. Oh, maybe big. I don't. I'm not worried about it. Warner Brothers is already developing a sequel. Well, that's true. So they're gonna. I think. I think it's got some more staying power because kids are gonna want to go and see it multiple times. That's true. What do you think it's gonna do? 
worldwide, though? I thought a billion would be super, super easy. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe revise that down to 700 million. Oh, you mean opening weekend or all, total? Total. So we'll go total. total I think maybe uh, 700 million might be lofty, mm-hmm. but that's a huge success. Right. You make 700 yeah. million dollars in this movie, that's a huge success. Right. Massive. So it's so weird how something like Endgame and even, you know, the Captain Marvel and Aquamans of the world, you know, have kind of shifted this perception of what is box office success. It's crazy. Right? And that, like, if a movie doesn't make a billion dollars, did it really happen? Right. Um, Do you know how many movies have come out that have been great, even in franchises, films, like blockbuster films that don't make a billion? Yeah. A lot. Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't make a billion. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that a Guardians. success? Yeah. Guardians? Yeah. Yep. Didn't I make only a think... Yeah. Well, then... Oh, Batman vs Superman, huge hit. Didn't oh. make a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I, I, I think this is this. I, I know that Warner Brothers has big plans for a expanded Pokemon world, and I mm-hmm. think that this is going to be a success. And I think you'll see Detective Pikachu two very quickly, and then you'll see the risks, the more different type of Pokemon movies we could get that that will start bringing in. And maybe Detective Pikachu 2 is a little edgier, a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I thought this was very family-oriented in a lot of ways, and I think the Pokemon company had a lot to do with that because I know there were elements of the movie that at first they were like, you can't use this, you can't use this, and then as they saw things coming together, they are like, okay, you you can use this now, and you can use this now, and they ended up getting away with a lot more than they thought they were going to at first, so now that the Pokemon company is on board, I think that, that Warner Brothers and Lionsgate will be able to take more risks and be able to do more creatively. And that will help this franchise in the future. And this is a good, safe entry that's probably going to make six to $700 million, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and then it'll, just, it'll expand from there. Do we think that doing it this way with Detective Pikachu, being like the first of the live-action movies, it was the best way... To potentially approach this, do we think this the first Pokemon the live way? action movie could have done better or fared a bit better if it was either like an adaptation of sorts or like well, it's Pikachu is, is an adaptation, but more like in line with what we know from you know the anime and the the, the manga and, and, and I guess it that. depends what the goal is. If you want immediate box office gratification, which Warner Brothers has shown to want in their DC properties, <laughs> then. <laughs> You then no, it's not because if you have Ash Ketchum in the film, you know, it's, if if it's a trainer story, you you reach out to even more people, you hit your Pokemon audience even harder. But if you want to build and you want to have a universe, I think it's a very safe, smart play that doesn't you know define the universe, but also sets the stage for plenty more to come. Christian, what do you think? Well, I think that Detective Pikachu puts the focus on the Pokemon. If we did an Ash Ketchum movie, everyone would be like, you know, the focus would all be on Ash and Misty and Brock. You know, the Pokemon would weirdly take a backseat. So I think this is probably the best showcase that we've got, you know, to actually show off here's the actual strength of our franchise, which is, of course, the Pokemon. Do you think you can do a movie where the po- where there is no Pokemon that's speaking English or speaking the language of the audience? I don't know, honestly. Um, you know, I, I think it's possible. I mean, look how we saw, you know, Brute is insanely popular and he just says one thing over and over and over again. That's true. 
So I, I think it's doable, but you know, I think it'd be harder to do right. And I think that's another reason why they stuck with Detective Pikachu. He's a Pikachu that talks. Smart. I mean, my kid thinks that's the craziest thing into his four-year-old brain is, you know, there's a Pikachu who talks to his trainer. I'm kind of in the middle, I think, of both you guys as far as what I think the the best first would be. I think, um, I think a movie that was a, a live action movie that was an adaptation that followed Ash and his journey. I don't think is necessarily the the right move. I think potentially starting with a trainer wanting to get into this world and kind of exploring it that way, um, while You're- still being able to focus on. You know, potentially introducing a new character into this that gets exposed to, you know, the world of uh, of Pokemon that's kind of already lived in in the way that, you know, we experience the world in Detective Pikachu, I think is pro- would, would have probably been, for me, something I would have been really, really excited You're to You're really going to like their third movie? Yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> you really, if they well, get there, it's, I mean, it's, it's. But it's interesting though because like you, you have a movie like Detective Pikachu that's probably going to set, you know, is its own story and is kind of an adaptation. But and this is like I'm, I, I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm gonna go, gonna go see it this weekend. But even just kind of inferring, you know, how where this all ends up, I don't necessarily know where you go next. And I think that's probably my my biggest. You're, you're going to ask that even more after you see the movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but what, based on the way the movie ends, it's really a question of where do, where do we go from here? Do, right. I, it's a, I feel like you need new characters after this one, mm-hmm. um, and I I really like Justice Smith in this part, but I just don't know what where the you'll. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll let you guys see the movie mm-hmm. first, but it's a big question of where does it go from here? Right. Because then I think easily, if you, if and when you get to that third movie, it's kind of easy to to break that out a bit. Or if you were to start like a, a, a spinoff, I guess, or something that you know took place in this world and but followed a, a bit of a different path. Um, I want to go to Kanto so bad. Can I, <laughs> yeah. can I, like, can I just like, am I allowed like, to just want like, that I'm, more than anything? I'm super excited about the the that idea. part of my brain. It's that part of my brain we talked about. Right. It wants to go there <laughs> so badly. But like, there, there's a, there's a big part of me that's super excited about the idea of, of seeing what a live action organization like, um, uh, you know, team, you know, the Rocket organization can can be with Team Rocket and all of that, and the Elite um, Four, though, but, or, too, but yeah, and but like. That. But like and like true gym battles with gym leaders and and, and things like, like that. I think that's those is. are some of the things the Pokemon Company was hesitant towards getting to in the movies, and I th- I hope that in the future they will let them use it in the movies. But also, you know, you, you, do you piss off like Peta if you show these Pokemon fighting? I think it's just so. Mm, that's, like, a, that's a very fine line, I guess. Right? Yeah, you got to tread carefully there, and I mean. They're fictional characters, but I don't know. It depends on right. what message you want. You have to handle that message, mm-hmm. or just be willing to embrace it. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm a, listen. I grew up battling Pokemon. Did I end up fighting dogs at some point in my life? No, I didn't. I still think that's wrong, and you shouldn't have chicken fights. Right. So I leave it to my fictional characters in the game that were designed for that in the original games. Right, and I can tell the difference. Uh, yeah. I- <laughs> That's, you just brought up a whole yeah we don't dark, have to go down that real whole dark uh, dark rabbit hole for us um, but but yeah I mean like I said I, I I'm excited for what this movie's gonna do I'm still super pumped to see it I'm excited for my kid to see it it's a, it's a very good movie um, uh, you know it, but but what I think this movie will do is is 
broaden the the scope already from an already broad awareness, I would say stateside for a brand that I think is on the verge of taking another very strong foothold um, and potentially going on. Marvel's torch is right there. Right. Like somebody's Endgame. I mean, Marvel's not dead, but that torch Mm -hmm. that Marvel isn't going to be at Endgame again for a long time. Right. Somebody can take that. And right now it seems like Pokemon is in the right place. If they can really fast track a next movie and start building and make quality movies more than anything, kind of building on what you're saying, Detective Pikachu proves that Pokemon can work. Yeah. They work and they work really well. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I know, like, so we mentioned yesterday on the last episode of Comic Book Nation on like a bunch of studios backing away from like a quote unquote cinematic universe. Um, but that's not to say that I don't think cinematic universes can still work. I think Pokemon is one that like it doesn't necessarily need to be as intricate as I think people may, may want it to be. Um, but I think it has a better shot of becoming a next Transformers level type franchise. I mean, say what you will about the Transformers movie, but I mean, those movies make a ton of money. They've made a bunch of them. You know, they're, they're looking at doing it again. You know, we're at that reset period for Transformers. And I think Pokemon can do that better. And I'm excited to see what that looks like kicking off with Detective Pikachu. Yeah, like we're not gonna. I don't. I don't see us getting individual Pokemon movies. Like, like no, I know we're not gonna get like a, in the a way Snorlax movie. Yeah, right. we're not gonna get Snorlax the Winter Soldier. <laughs> but but uh, I, you could tell different trainer stories. You could, there's a, there's so much story you. Can yeah, tell. Well, that's the thing. That's what I think. Yeah. It, it probably has a, a better chance of hitting a track more like Transformers did. Yeah. Than than something you know like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where Transformers set up this world. It was you know they were able to continue stories, bring new characters in, um, cycle old characters. Go back out. in time, right? Go back, go yeah. Back. Do time travel and explore yeah. you know a ton of different stuff that like that's kind of the route I wanted to take. In the first it few minutes of this explodey movie, explodey Michael Bay. Yeah, they'll show you in the first few minutes of this movie that there is a history that is interesting and we we will want to explore it. So hopefully they get to that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right, with that, let's get to the Pokemon of the week. Okay. Christian, what do we got? Uh, what do we got so, this week? Uh, we got Poliwag. So, you <laughs> know, Poliwag, he's a cute little guy. He's a little tadpole Pokemon. Why do you think he has the swirl on his stomach? Is it not to just hypnotize, hypnotize people? Hypnotize, yeah. No, no, those, those are his intestines. Those are his intestines? <laughs> what? Those are his intestines. Okay, I, so, need a little uh, more, little, I need a little more here. My brain so, has just been uh, rocked. Poliwag is based off tadpoles, and tadpoles have this you know, semi-translucent skin. And if you take a look at a tadpole, a lot of them have these curled up intestines, which have a swirl pattern. And that carried over uh, to the Pokemon version. So uh, Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and Poliwrath all have their intestines sticking out and showing through their stomach. Oh my God. I am just now terrified at the thought of seeing a live action Polyrath and just like seeing just like food, just like work. It's way. Oh my God. That's crazy. That is, I was not expecting that answer because I was expecting the obvious hypnotizing thing. Nope, oh. nope, it's it's all horrifying. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will make for absolutely when you're waiting online for uh Detective Pikachu this weekend, turn to the person behind you, turn to the person in front of you and say, Hey, do you know what a po- you know what a polywog is, right? Do you know what that swirl is? And blow their minds. You will become the celebrity of the waiting line for Detective Pikachu this weekend. 
Uh, and then you can tell them you learned about it on A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official comicbook.com Pokemon podcast. Uh, that about does it for us today. Brandon, thank you. Christian, thank you uh, for... Uh, this podcast comes out once a week, every Thursday. Uh, we are on... Uh, last week, we really were on nothing because we were just starting. But now we are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We have an RSS feed. You'll find a story on the site. Uh, really, anywhere that you go and, and listen to podcasts, uh, type in this title and you will find it. Uh, if you are an Alexa, Amazon Alexa or Echo user, you can say, hey, Alexa, play A Wild, po uh, a wild Podcast Has Appeared. And boom, we'll start playing. So really, really cool. That's really cool. Um, by all means, if you like this show, tell all your friends, tell your parents, tell your grandparents. Uh, but really... Please go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Uh, we'll start reading some on the show as they uh, start to roll in uh, and, you know, win some, some comicbook.com swag for sure. We'll send some t-shirts out and the works. Uh, BD, where can people find you on? Alexa, stop. <laughs> oh, did I just, I just set off. Oh, you set off. I just set they started playing Christian's our podcast <laughs> in Christian's room. That's amazing. Christian just had to put on headphones. Because I just activated his Alexa. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, you guys can find me online at Brandon Davis BD uh, on all the social medias. Christian, where can people find you? Seahoffer Seabus on Twitter. Excellent. You find me at Jim Viscardi. Thanks again for listening this week. We'll be back next week, next Thursday, same place, same time. We're out of here.